You are listening to theseamazingplaces.com podcast. Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. This is Adam. And this is your old buddy, Doug. Yeah, and welcome again. Um, this week we are going to be covering uh, Disney World as we love Disney so very much. And But more specifically, we're talking about Magic Kingdom and it's, and it's the park that, of course, everyone thinks, when they think of Disney, they think of the Magic Kingdom. It is the most visited park of uh, any park, I guess, in the world. And, of course, the icon is Cinderella's Castle. So uh, stay with us, and we'll give you some bonus ride, a bonus ride and some more fun stuff. All right, Doug. So if you were to briefly describe Magic Kingdom and in the general theming and idea of the park... Um, how would you describe it? Okay, uh, I think what it was is it was modeled after Disneyland. Well, I'm sure that that's what it is. So if you've ever been to Disneyland, you'll see that uh, it's uh, it has Main Street, it has a hub, it has many things. But it's on a much, much smaller scale. And so when Walt decided to, well, with the restrictions that were happening to him at Disneyland in California, when he decided to build the uh, park in Florida, he uh, knew that he had to do it on a much larger scale. And so that's what they've done. So much of it really is set up exactly like Disneyland with, uh, with uh, Main Street and things like that and the hub. But uh, as you'll see, it's uh, a lot larger resort. And if you want, while I'm talking about this, you can read off the different lands. But um, I do want to say that, uh, you know, Cinderella's Castle was like the main theme of uh, when they first built Disneyland. And so they decided to make it a little different than... Disneyland by making Magic Kingdom Cinderella Castle bigger and better and make it look, you know, they had the room and the space in Florida. Um, but also in uh, Magic Kingdom, they, he, around that time, Walt was, you know, building these TV shows where he had pirates and he had space things and different uh, themes throughout his TV shows and movies. And they used Magic Kingdom, and they put rides in Magic Kingdom that was associated with those movies, because obviously it got people to come to to the Magic Kingdom. So, what what's uh, what are some of the lands that are around there? That and what's just give a basic idea there. Okay, if we just go clockwise through the park, um, you'll start with. Uh, well, actually, you're going to enter through uh, Main Street, and then uh, off to your left, going clockwise, is Adventureland, and then Frontierland, then Liberty Square. Then Fantasyland, Mickey's Toontown Fair, Tomorrowland. And that's it. Okay, and I also remember speaking more so with the Center Main Street USA thing. Um, Walt basically built this because he had this idea of Disneyland and building it to be like his... um, his childhood town when he was growing up in what was it like it the was 30s in Missouri, yeah, in Missouri in, in, in the Missouri. 30s or something like that mm-hmm. so the town is very much built that way but it's also built into a scale it's a smaller scale but when you go there and look it actually looks bigger because the 
the Imagineers made it so that as you look up the building, it looks like it's farther and farther away. And I think they kind of use that concept with the castle, too, to make it look bigger than it exactly, actually is. Exactly, yeah. The bricks on the top of it, I think it's on the on the top, are larger, and the bricks on the bottom are smaller. I think it, or or, the or other it way could around. be backwards. Or something. Anyway, so that it when, makes it appear yeah, yeah, much, yeah, much whatever. taller, much larger building than what it actually is. Yeah. Okay, Doug, let's talk about transportation to Magic Kingdom. What are the options that are available, and what do we have going on? Okay, here are your options. Uh, we'll just start with, first, you could actually drive into the park. Well, basically, you can drive in a park. But from that point, then, you can uh, you can take the ferry, which will take you uh, across the Seven Seas Lagoon, which usually that's what I do. And then from there, then I take uh, the monorail itself. Um, if I'm going to go somewhere else and not Magic Kingdom directly, but if you take the ferry, then you're going to basically get off the ferry. You're going to—it's going to take you almost to the front gate of Magic Kingdom, so you're going to walk up from there. Now, if you're staying in a uh, resort a hotel uh, in the parks, uh, there are three of them that you can actually uh, take the monorail directly from your resort, your hotel, to the uh, to the front gate, and those three are the Polynesian the Contemporary, and the Grand Floridian. All right, Doug, what about the wonderful bus? Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, you can take the bus, and you can ride with all the smelly passengers. They're not so much smelly when the day begins, but at the end of the day, watch out. <laughs> uh, or what you can do is, if you just want to skip all that, you can uh, bring a life preserver with you and swim across the Seven Seas Lagoon and <laughs> head on into the park. Well, all right, even though... Aren't there signs up to say no swimming, no fishing, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, but I'm a rule breaker, so <laughs> I'm a rebel. All right. Well, sounds fun. So what, a, all right, we can talk about the restaurants. What's what's good to eat in Magic Kingdom? And uh, Same thing as everywhere else, turkey legs. Turkey legs, of course. Right. Nothing else. That's it, turkey yeah. legs. Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, Pecos Bills is a pretty decent place if you want to go. It's a... It's not a sit-down, but uh, fairly decent prices and pretty good hamburger. And uh, and then there's Casey's Corner, which I just recently heard about. I didn't see that while I was there. But I guess it is kind of tucked back off of Main Street. Um, and it's set up, of course, on a baseball theme. Uh, good hot dogs and things like that. It's a good place, I guess, to, to uh, go to. And I will for sure check it out next time I get there. One thing I want to comment is that... Uh Magic Kingdom, for the most part, doesn't have any sit, very many sit-down restaurants. Um, and obviously, with a lot of people being in the park, it's probably not a good place to have a lot of sit-downs because it'll take forever for you to get to eat. But there's a lot of fast food. But one of the things that they, they is huge there is the breakfast at Cinderella's Castle where you can eat with uh, Cinderella and all them characters and whatnot. But I do want to comment. Somebody said that you need to reserve that at least 180 days in advance if you want to take your kids because, and they don't take reservations any sooner than 180 days. So basically, as soon as your 180 days hits before you hit Disney, if you want to go, you better get your name in and reserve it. Otherwise, it'll probably be booked up quickly. So. Now, there are also restaurants in the three uh, resort hotels that I talked about earlier. Uh, I'm, You know what? I can't remember the name of the one that's in the Grand Floridian right offhand. Uh, I believe it's Ohana, then that's in uh, the that's, Polynesian. Yeah, the, I was going to yeah, say Ohana's in the Polynesian. In the Polynesian yeah. And then there's the California Grill, uh, that's a real popular one. Expensive, but uh, from what I hear, fantastic food. It's in the uh, in the top of the contemporary. And uh, presently, too, they're also designing another steakhouse, I believe, that will be inside of the contemporary. 
I do want to comment, if you are doing the Disney dining plan like uh, my wife and I are, you can go to the Contemporary. It'll take two of your sit-down uh, tickets off of your pass, but at least you can go eat there and not have to worry about pricing with a steak and stuff like that. So, All right, Doug, what about the fireworks that go on at Magic Kingdom? Um, okay, they have a... Uh you know, a lot of times they'll throw in new things and things like that. But uh, when I was there, they did the Wishes fireworks show, uh, which was, of course, later at night. I didn't watch it uh, to stand in front of it directly because uh, I was still moving through the park. Um, but, uh, of course, as Disney does, it was incredible as far as fireworks. Those are usually based to right up close to uh, around their theme, which is Cinderella's Castle. Everything pretty much happens around there. I know we discussed this a little bit before we started but uh you saw what was that lighting theme that they had on the castle after yeah, when you were there time. at christmas time oh, it actually okay. looks like uh if you took snowflakes and lit them up each one had a light on it uh that is actually the way the entire castle looks uh we'll try to i think i've got a couple pictures of it out there too on our Flickr account so you can actually go there and uh and you can see what it looked like it the thing just looks uh like well like clerk Griswold, I guess I could say that. Clerk Griswold went out of control and lit up the Cinderella's castle. I know nobody knows who Clerk Griswold is anymore, okay? Yeah, I do. He's we watch that every Christmas. Movies, okay? <laughs> yeah, Chevy Chase. Joy to the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, fix a new post. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the rides because that's, of course, the best part of Magic Kingdom. Um I don't know. You know, just right off the wall, what's your favorite rides from Magic Kingdom? Okay. I like Pirates of the Caribbean, even with its updates. Uh, I like it. I like, I really like Splash Mountain. I think it's a good time. It's also a long ride when you get on it. It seems like you're on there for an hour. Uh, so that's that's fun. Without large, large, large drops, too. I mean, there are a couple, and there's one at the end. But that's still enjoyable. The Haunted Mansion, with its updates too, is also great fun. And uh, I like Space Mountain. Good time. So that's that's pretty much my favorites right now. Okay. And this week, we've got bonus audio from a ride out of Tomorrowland. That, what's the actual name of it? It's called Stitch's Great Escape? Yes, yeah, Stitch's right? Great okay. Escape. That's it. And, and that is where Alien Encounter used to be if anybody's yeah. ever been uh, uh, or if they were there some time ago uh, it was Alien Encounter at that time I could talk about that but I don't know well, anything about Stitch well so. Adam and I kind of had some discussions here about Alien Encounter and a lot of people say why did they take Alien Encounter out because both of us loved Alien Encounter yeah. and uh, and I guess as I thought about it and we kind of discussed it a little more I realized that the Alien Encounter could be pretty frightening t- t- for somebody who was younger so to kind of appeal to more people, they took it and themed it into Stitches, Great Escape, which as an adult, sometimes it's, it's not as exciting to me. It's, still not, it's not horrible, but it's not as exciting to me. But, you know, in hindsight, now I understand for the kids and stuff, it's, it makes it funner uh, or a, a better time for them. And if you're kind of, uh, if you haven't been to the parks in a while and you did ride Alien Encounter and you're kind of like a tech guru, like, or whatever you pay attention to the details you can note that i mean you were telling me about how they kept a lot of the same things that alien encounter had except they just basically replaced it with stitch who's it's, like a little yeah they kept a lot of the alien same, guy yeah well if you've been on it before when you go in 
Uh, but let's say when you get into the center area, which you come through the queue and you kind of go through a little introduction on TV and then you end up in a center area where there are uh, animatronics uh, in front of you and basically there's a big guy in the center animatronic and he's kind of running the show and he wants to show you how he's going to teleport this little thing, this little alien creature. Uh, it's exactly the same animatronics that were there um, when it was Alien Encounter. Uh, so they didn't really change that. All they did was just change the, the verbiage, the text that's coming from the guy to set up more uh, in the direction of Stitch. But that really hasn't changed a whole lot. So if you ride the ride, I mean, just to give a little explanation what everybody's listening to. Um, so you, you got the three little locations, the queue at the beginning with the TV, and then the little middle room with the transport where they show you what you are. And w w they call you like recruits through the whole ride or whatever. Right, right. So you're basically, and then you go into the main room at the end where, uh, Which is, where you're Stitch is. You're going into is, like a class of, of teleporting that you're not supposed to be involved in, but there's like an emergency, and you'll hear that in the podcast. I mean, in the, in the audio. You'll hear that. Uh, so then they take you into this large round room, which uh, is angled somewhat like movie theater seats. Uh, and then in the center of it is a large uh, glass cylinder. So you go in, you'll sit down. They, these bars will go down over you, which expect them, they, they fit snug. And so a lot of people scoot down when the things first begin to push down on their shoulders because they're afraid that the, they're about to be smashed by this thing. Well, every time that you scoot down, lower into the seat, that thing will come down farther because it's trying to adjust to keep you snugly into the seat. So remember that if you do go on it. Uh, other than that, then uh, then it goes through the same thing that it did with Alien Encounter, just in a little bit different way, where uh, um, they're going to teleport uh, upper class of uh, alien being into this thing. They do that, and then of course it, everything gets out of control. Uh, they lose power, the thing breaks out of the cylinder and per, uh, proceeds to go through the room with the lights out at that point. And, uh, well, Stitch spits on you. He Don't tell he, him the whole story. Let right. him listen to it. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> kind of, some of it's a little bit difficult if you haven't been there oh, yeah, yeah. to maybe okay. understand what's happening. Uh, believe me, though, you'll hear him keep coughing up a loogie and spitting it out over and over and over. So that was a little bit a little bit disgusting at points but all in all you know um, it was fun it was fun you'll hear that finally I, I want to just also comment on this make make sure if you're listening to this you know get somewhere where you have good bass response and headphones because there are some really cool parts where like the the laser shoots out and it's like and like the mics really picked up great and I think that's what we focus on is try to get a good recording of these so you can hear them but anyway Check it out. Uh, it's a stereo recording, so of course headphones is recommended and good bass response. And enjoy the ride. Teleport in the naughty. 
Your job is to guard them until they have decided to become nice. I will now leave you under the capable supervision of Captain Gantu. Very generous. As you will soon discover, being a guard of the Galactic Federation is not without its challenges. Now I realize this is your first day, so I will give you to the end of your shift to familiarize yourself with all of our prisoners. Memorize their names and their faces. Your life may depend on it. All right, recruits. Proceed to our prisoner teleportation chamber for further briefing. Quickly. At your service, Captain. <coughs> Attention, recruits. The access doors will open in five seconds. So be ready to march inside. On the double! Level 3 teleportation chamber. But it's their first day! And they're not even trained to handle level 
Sergeant? Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Two people panic.
It smells good. <laughs>
All right. Glad that you joined us and listened to that audio. What would you think? Don't nobody got no Mr. Roboto. That's what I think. <laughs> we got an animatronic right in the room with yeah, us. That's sorry. amazing. Yeah. This is a comment that I just heard recently that I sound like a robot. <laughs> Due to a third party. I'm not sure who that might be. Yeah. Yeah, we have a third party in the room here. He's, you know, he's, he's going to get hit with a mic here in a minute. <laughs> Uh, that's great. So uh, anyway, hope you enjoyed that. Once again, we you know we can't replace the ride, but you know check it out when you go to Disney World. Give us your comments. See what you think about uh, the ride and how it how our description worked out with it. And hope it hope it was fun. So any and comments? Yeah, comments, uh, criticisms, uh, ideas. Get a hold of us at podcasts at theseamazingplaces.com. And we have a contact page on the website, theseamazingplaces.com, where you can submit anything and it goes to us. And we'll respond back to you and let you know what we think and what you think and whatever. (laughs) All right. Hey, we'll see you or hear from you or something uh, next week. Thanks. See ya. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. This podcast may not be redistributed or re-recorded without prior written consent from theseamazingplaces.com.